Hello and welcome to the Magic Lantern Show, the official podcast of half full water bottles around your house. I'm oh my, oh my I'm god, your... that's my personal life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Austin, and I got Chelsea. Hi guys, what's up? It's it's been over a month since there's been a Chelsea episode. I'm sorry, my life is a hot mess. <laughs> yeah, all of our lives are hot messes. Um, Chelsea, you're back, and that can only mean one thing. That means we're talking about Harry Potter. We're talking about why Hufflepuffs are the best house. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, all we got left is Harry Potter 7 and 8 and some prequels. I mean, you're right. <laughs> but but um, we're just going to talk 7 and 8 because we got we to wrap up our, our series here. Yes, we do. Have you seen 7 and 8? Uh, I actually just watched 7 and 8. Um, maybe a month ago, a couple weeks. So, what did you think of them? Um, they're more interesting than I remember them being initially. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yes, it makes sense. Um, I'm trying to hold on. I'm scrolling through my letterbox to try to figure out what my Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part One. Okay, so I remember which one this one is now. Because I call walking. <laughs> I, I give it four stars and I said, or alternate title, Harry Potter and the time he skipped a year to go camping. Uh, that, that's about right. A lot of the movie is just them camping. Yeah, it's just a lot of walking. It's kind of like Lord of the Rings in that sense, where it's just walking and walking and walking. <laughs> yeah, and this one's just like a setup for like they're trying to hunt down the remaining horcruxes but they only get one in the movie right um they get the locket which ron destroys with the sword with the sword after he sees that weird cgi like almost sex scene yeah that was i mean it, it happened like that in the book but you know it was kind of weird watching that on screen to be honest it's, it's a little odd um there's a there's a weird scene where Harry and Hermione dance in a big tent. Yeah, but you got to think about it. She's wear she was wearing that super depressing Horcrux, and yeah, he tried to do something to make her feel better. And this whole time, Ron is like being a big baby because Horcrux has made him sad, and now he's like a dick boy. He's like, I'm sad. She likes Harry more than me. Well, listen, Ron, <laughs> get your shit together. Yeah, um, Snape's the headmaster. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and that and that's not the the greatest thing ever. I mean, it was real dark and depresso while he was in charge. <laughs> so, so what I'm gonna need from you right now is what what else happens in seven? Do you remember? Yeah. So what happens right in the beginning of the movie? They the order ends up coming over to Privet Drive, and they're like, "Hey, y'all." We gotta do, we gotta take all this polyjuice potion, and we all gotta divert all the Death Eaters. And the Death Eaters end up figuring out that this was all a ruse, and they end up, you know, doing some crazy shit. Um, Is this the one with the multiple Harrys? Yes, it's, the, it's right in the beginning, the multiple Harrys, right in the beginning. Oh, this is, that's a really good acting on Daniel Radcliffe's part. It really was, like, this, this scene was probably my favorite. The, the best part was, like, when he was acting as Flair, and he goes, don't look at me. 
<laughs> that, yeah, was, that is pretty funny. And and sitting in a bra, like that, that's just that's hilarious to me. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else? What else you got? Um. They kill Mad Eye and Hedwig. Uh, George gets hurt, and Hagrid just gets knocked the fuck out. <laughs> um. Yeah, you can bleep, bleep that one out. <laughs> Um, it's, big, it's big facts. <laughs> um, so what? I'm trying to think, what else happens? Oh, there's there's uh, the guy. He's an actor I like, and he's doing the last will of Dumbledore. Correct. Yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. Bill Nye, but not that Bill Nye. The other Bill Nye. Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill. 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 It's the other one, but okay. <laughs> I know, but you said Bill Nye, so I had to do it. Um. So yeah, it. Mm. So after that, um, they each get like a gift from Dumbledore from his will. Um. Harry ends up getting the sword of Gryffindor, but it's missing in action. Dun dun dun. Ooh. Um. Then that he that guy he gets killed by the Death Eaters. Um, and then the Ministry starts like killing Muggleborn witches and wizards, which is a metaphor for people who are different. Yeah, it sounds like the whole pure blood thing in the Harry Potter franchise is, is very clearly like like almost like a Nazi thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, hey, we don't like you if you're a muggle or associated with muggles or a half muggle, it's like a whole, cause they killed the, um, Oh, I don't know if that happens yet. I'll wait. I'll wait. Um, then the death eaters, you know, screw up Bill and Fleur's wedding. And that's a hot mess. Um, Harry, Ron and Hermione, they disapparate into the middle of London. Um, but they, still get attacked by Death Eaters. Then they end up going back to Grimold Place, you know, Sirius's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, what's his name? Some fence sold the locket. Yeah. Yeah. Creature. I'm like, why can't I think of his damn name? Creature basically throws Madungus under the bus and tells him that he sold, you know, some stuff. And to try to get some money. And yeah, they end up apprehending that guy. Mm-hmm. And then they end up figuring out that the that the locket is now owned by Professor Umbridge, Dolores, this bitch. <laughs> the, okay, so this because now we're getting up to the, the Polyjuice Potion heist in the Ministry of Magic, right? Yes. This movie is very weird compared to the other Harry Potters. It is, but it's not in the same sense. This one's like, because it, it flashes occasionally back to like Neville. And they're just like on the train to school and then they're going to school. But our, our main trio are just like doing something. Right? Well, they essentially skip going to school. They don't. They don't graduate technically. Yeah, I, I looked it up because I was curious at the end of all this. Um, 
Well, after that, they do the whole polyjuice potion thing and end up stealing the locket. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not now. They're trying to find ways to destroy the locket because it's like deemed indestructible type thing. Um, so in turn, they start wearing it, taking turns in it with it, so that way each person doesn't go nuts wearing it. Mm-hmm. Um, then Harry decides, well, not decides, but he then like sees a vision of Voldemort, and he's like interrogating another wand maker. And it's the guy that kind of created the Elder Wand. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish and... all of this was in more detail. Correct. Like, <laughs> I would watch a whole movie about just... I realize now that I'm saying it, I'm talking about... I'd rather see a movie about Grindelwald stealing a wand. But I I don't know if I want to see a Grindelwald movie. I mean... You'll have to do. <laughs> yeah. So then Ron, he gets like super ultra emo boy, super depresso, and starts like starting shit with Harry and Hermione, as we already discussed. Um, Hermione figures out that the Sword of Gryffindor can destroy the Horcrux, um, and they decide to go to Godric's Hollow, you know, where Harry's from originally. Mm-hmm. Um. They visit their graves. Sad. Um, then they end up trying to find Mathilda Bagshot. And they find that she's actually dead. <laughs> um, Nagini is actually, you know, take she possessed Mathilda. So that's, it, that's, that's, that's morbid. <laughs> the, the first thing I notice during this scene is this scene's super creepy. It's almost like a horror movie. But... Yeah, I thought the same thing. But my problem with it is Hermione knows everything, right? Correct. So if there, somebody has a picture of Grindelwald, who is essentially Wizard Hitler, on their mantle, wouldn't you be a little weary? Correct. Like, is that just me? Yeah, I would think the same thing. Walk into some creepy old lady's house and she got a picture of Hitler on her cabinet. You'd be like, don't know if I want to be in here. Yeah, it's just like it looks like they were they weren't just paying attention to their surroundings, and it was just a hot mess. Yeah, um, they end up escaping. Hermione accidentally breaks Harry's wand while trying to fight Nagini. Um, then he uh, Harry ends up figuring out that the guy that stole the Elder Wand was Grindelwald. Grindelwald, which up to this point we don't know who Grindelwald is. I mean, if you read the books, you know. But, yes, but for, but for the most part, you just kind of hear like bits and pieces, but it's not like enough to really put an aim to the face type thing. Yeah. Um, then they end up going back to um, Harry sees a Patronus and it leads them to a big frozen pond. They find that the Sword of Gryffindor is in the ice, so Harry decides to go skinny dipping and jump into a frozen lake. That's some Wisconsin shit there. Why doesn't he just use magic to, like, levitate it? He didn't have a wand. Oh, yeah, because he sucks. Okay. His wand broke. Yeah, I forgot Harry sucks. So, I have a question about wands. If yes. you don't mind me tangenting here. Go for it. So, like, do you only get one wand? No, you can have more than one. 
but it's the one that chooses the wizard, and that's why they're like super precious type of thing. Okay, but like, like... it can use other people's wands, but it's not going to work as effectively if that makes sense. So, so it's like I'm trying to think of how to explain it in my brain. It's like if everybody had their own personal gun, but your gun shot better if it was in your hand. Kind of, yes. Okay, so what makes the Elder One so good? It's because it's, like, super strong and made with, like, super rare shit or something like that. Okay, because the story they tell is obviously not true. Yeah? Uh, It's the strongest wand in the history of the Wizarding World, so... I mean, I would presume that because it's the strongest essentially the strongest thing in the wizarding world that it would you know because it's supposed to kind of like suit to everybody type of thing gotcha okay so it's just a gun that's always good yes so my my other question is do we know how dumbledore got it um yes and no (laughs) okay so in the story, there's there's a wand, there's a cloak, and there's like a, a jewel or something? It is the wand, the cloak, and shit, what is the other one? Hold it's on. A, it's like a rock that lets you see dead people or yeah, something, it's, right? Yeah, it's a stone. It's dumb, stupid. Why don't you say gem? <laughs> I, my, my brain doesn't know words. So, am I to assume, because, again, I'm, I'm only Potter adjacent... Is the cloak supposed to be the cloak Harry has? Yes. Okay, but why is it that cloak? Because when Harry has the cloak, everybody's just like, oh, you got one of them invisibility cloaks. They don't make it seem like it's rare. If you, in the first one, they're really, they, they, they make note that it's super rare. Not many people actually have the invisibility cloak because of the fact that you can essentially just make yourself invisible or... You can, you know, disapparate like really quickly. Okay. Like they don't, they don't think of it as a big deal anymore. But it, it, they're super rare. So what is the stone? It's the sorcerer's stone from the first movie. Okay, but we we know Nicholas Flamel just made it. Correct. He but didn't he's get it ancient, from like dude. <laughs> so maybe he didn't make it. Maybe he like got it. It. That's kind of you know hard to say they say that he like formulated it but we fucking jk rowling's always like did you know wizards just shit their pants and like make it disappear but she won't tell me where the fucking whether or not the story's true so right. essentially it's, it's in the beetle and the bard so All right. i'm a terrible harry potter fan and i've never read beetle and bard okay so so okay let's take a step back so we're at the point where it's almost CGI sex scene and Ron saves Harry and he gets the sword from the lake and then the locket's like, yo, what if your friend and your girlfriend fucked? And he's like, no. And he destroys it with a, with a sword. Correct. Yeah. That's about right. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. First try. Uh, so what happens next? Um, They end up disguising Harry because they end up well, they end up going to Luna Lovegood's house, and that's how they end up finding out more about the Deathly Hollows. And um, Luna was kidnapped by Death Eaters, mm-hmm. so 
her poor dad. He and, and there's also and like a a dwarf guy, right? No, he's a goblin. Yeah. And then the one guy and Dobby. Yeah. Okay. So they he sells out the Harry, Ron, and Hermione to the um Death Eaters, and then they end up disguising Harry as his ugly ass kid. <laughs> and yeah. They end up figuring out who he is right away and whatnot, and then they then they throw them in the basement. Um, Bellatrix tortures Hermione, which that's the the cool. she like carves something into her arm, isn't it like yeah, muggle or like, something? Yeah, or maybe it's mud blood, whatever. But like the the positioning of it and the size is very symbolic of like the the Jews had like numbers. Yes. So obviously, J.K. is just leaning into it. That's what I noticed when I watched it. I was like, "Oh, I get it." Like the thing. Correct. Um, then they Dobby comes to save them, mm-hmm. and um, they end up fighting. And Harry disarms Draco, and then Dobby does some cool stuff and drops a chandelier on Bellatrix. Which traps her ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, then Hermione gets saved. Yay. Um, then it's that iconic sad ass scene where Bellatrix throws a knife and as they're all disapparating and then Dobby dies. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the movie. It is pretty <laughs> emotional when Dobby dies. Dude, my mom cried. I cried. I was like, this is bull. Um, and then don't we see Voldemort during this movie has found Grindelwald yeah well because this one ends on a cliffhanger where he breaks into Dumbledore's grave right correct and that's what that's pretty much where the movie ends is that he breaks into the tomb to try to find the elder one and because and and he finds it there because uh, at least it's like one scene, he goes to a prison that's not Azkaban and he finds Grindelwald who doesn't look like Grindelwald. And does. yeah, Johnny Depp doesn't look like Grindelwald. There, I said it. <laughs> um, Voldemort's like, yo, I heard you got the wand. And Grindelwald's like, nah, fam, Dumbledore had the wand. And he's like, fuck. So he kills Grindelwald, which Voldemort just killed Grindelwald. What the fuck? So, okay. To go off the, because I pulled up the thing for the Elder Wand. According mm-hmm. to wizard folklore, the Elder Wand is used used by its true master, cannot be defeated in a, in a duel, which is incorrect. Dumbledore was able to defeat Grindelwald, who was the master of the Elder Wand at that point. And that's how they ended up getting the, the wand. So it's just Dumbledore so good? Yes. That oh. So it's like the best the best wizard got the best wand. Pretty much. Okay. And Dumbledore arranged his own death with Snape, intending in part for Snape to end up with the Elder Wand. And because his death would have been prearranged and not the result of his defeat, he hoped that this might break the wand's power. So therefore, yeah, no. <laughs> it's okay. still strong as shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Voldemort gets the uh, gets the wand and 
now the most evil guy has the most evil weapon. Pretty much, yeah. What will our heroes do? What will our heroes do? Uh, Hermione did some dirty fighting and pulled some of Bellatrix's hair, right? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> and they make Polyjuice potions. No. Yes. So she can pretend to be Bellatrix Lestrange and then get a Horcrux out of her personal vault, right? Yes. I do not... I remember her... I remember... Which, Helena Bottom Carter is underrated. The woman's a great actress. Am I wrong? She's brilliant. I love her. I love her in everything, but I feel like nobody gives her enough credit. Um, like, she she's re- weird and she's quirky, but I love her. She's, she's like Johnny Depp, but without the problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, but she does a really good job pretending to be Hermione, pretending to be her. Yes! Like, no one ever gives her enough credit for that. Like, that's um, hard. Obviously, she's not doing the voice. It's dubbed. But, like, her mannerisms, she's doing it really well. I can think of it in my yeah. head, and it's perfect. Yeah. Um, Ron just has, like, a beard. He, he's, he's just a ginger. <laughs> um, and they... And Harry, Harry got chubs. Yeah. Um, they get to the vault, and the vault's got magic cups, but when you touch the cup, it multiplies. Yes. But the so, Horcrux is also a cup? Yes, right? the Horcrux is actually Helga Hufflepuff's cup. Um, is it? They don't say that in the movie. They imply it, but it's, like, super quick. It's not something that's, like, like oh, like, it's not made a big deal or anything like that. It's super, like, low-key. So, hold on. I'm trying to, in my head, the five Horcruxes thus far are the cup, the locket, which is Voldemort's mom's, right? Yes. Um, then there's a book, the diary. Mm-hmm. What are the other two? Um, the diadem from Rowena Ravenclaw. That's right after they get <laughs> the, the Hufflepuff cup. Um, oh, so we only have four Horcruxes so far. Correct. There's the cup, the locket. No, we don't know about that yet. But you do, though. There's a cup. (laughs) I can't remember what the first Horcrux was. It was a ring. Yes. Yes. It was technically Tom Riddle's diary, the ring, Hufflepuff's cup, Salazar Slytherin's locket, I lied. Um... The Diadem, and then Nagini and Harry. Oh, so that's Slytherin's Locket? Yes. So the dude just went and, like, plucked the most valuable treasures from, like, the Headmasters, except for the sword. Well, to be fair, it was, um, the Locket had once belonged to Voldemort's mom. The Slytherin one? Yes. But Why? It, it was just kind of passed down. This, oh, these movies are so fucking weird. Read. Um, I'm not reading. All right, so <laughs> don't complain. Uh, they get the cups out, but the goblins are fucking shady. Yeah, he just like upped and dipped. Like, what the hell? 
Um, and then how do they get out? Um, they just kind of find a way out. That they well, they get a dragon and they just like leave. They just have <laughs> time to go. Um, and then what do they do from here? Um, there is. They realize that the the next Horcrux is at Hogwarts. Um, and it somehow they somehow realize that it's connected to Ra- to Rowena Ravenclaw because um, Luna says because she's weird. True. Um, then they apparate to Hogsmeade, where they find out that Dumbledore's brother. Um, they find out more Chad. information about her. Chad. <laughs> His name's not Chad. Um, they end um. up getting Neville to come get them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Then Snape hears that Harry returned and they warn everybody to that anybody who helps Harry is going to get punished. That they're going to get hurt because he's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry confronts Snape who then flees after McGonagall goes, yo, let's fight, boy. And he's like, yeet, gotta go. <laughs> gotta go. Can I, can I pause real quick? Yeah, go for it. Anytime in these movies that they say the words Albus, Percival, Wolfric, Brian, Dumbledore, I laugh at the Brian every single time. Because Brian. <laughs> He's just Brian. It's so dumb, but it just it's one of those things that like when it comes up, I'm just I laugh every time. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh Snape eats. Yeah, Snape eats out of there. Um then everybody kind of is goes. They get everybody ready for battle because you know everybody's fighting each other now. Voldemort's rolling up. Yeah. Um, they Luna then tells Harry that she's got to talk to Helena Ravenclaw, which is the daughter of Rowena, and she tells them that Voldemort had done dark magic on the diadem, mm-hmm. which is a, basically a tiara. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's located in the room of requirement. They end up going there. Um, Hermione then finds uh, the basilisk fang that, that Harry had at one point, And she destroys the cup that Hufflepuff yeah. had. Um, so that's one gone. That's one that's yeeted out. Mm-hmm. Um, in the room of requirement, they <laughs> Draco follows Harry in there and then tries to attack him. But but Ron and Hermione go, no, boy, bye, you gonna die. And then Goyle then casts the big flames all over the place and screws shit up. And he is burned to death. While Harry saves Malfoy and the other dude, he's irrelevant, so it doesn't matter. Oh my god, I totally forgot that happened. Yeah, they killed some kids. Yeah, they killed some kids, it's okay. Just like a Star Wars. True that. So then Harry then stabs the, the tiara with the with the basilisk fang as well and they kick the the tiara into the burning room of requirement. Um while the Death Eaters attack, they see that Nagini is the next one that needs to be protected, per se. Um mm-hmm. they go to this boathouse that's never shown in the movies whatsoever, except for this freaking part of the movie um they w- end up seeing Voldemort tell Snape that 
that Voldemort can't have the Elder Wand until Snape dies. And then Nagini attacks Snape. And then Snape Which dies. is a little brutal. That, yeah, it was, it was bad. That was messed up. They just, like, they kill him, and then they just keep going. And you're like, gross. And then right before Snape, like, truly, like, yeets out of this world, he gives Harry his memories and to go look at everything to see really what happened. Um, and Severus Snape is too good for this world. For the most part. He didn't so I'm glad to, he died. He didn't have to be a dick about everything, though. <laughs> But the fact that he was like, hey, I wasn't once cyber bullied by this guy, and then now I'm going to watch over his kid. Like, that's so nice. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, he only did it because he wanted to sleep with Harry's mom. But, like... I mean, big facts, but... <laughs> but I think it was nice. Yeah, I suppose. Like, I love Snape, but he was a dick. <laughs> yeah. Can we both agree Snape's, Snape's the best character, right? Luna's the best character. Luna and Snape. Snape. Yes, okay. I'm glad we're on the same page. And then maybe McGonagall. McGonagall is a saint. Like, she needs to be, she needs to be cherished. Oh, wait. I like that one teacher. Who's the seer? Oh, God. Trelawney. She's freaking batshit crazy. I love her. Oh, this movie. So what I was going to mention before, it opens with, like, the Muggles studies teacher. Yes. And Voldemort, like, murders her in front of Snape. Well, yeah. So, my question to you is, why is there... Okay, why does Mr. Weasley ask Harry so many questions about the muggle world if there's a muggle studies teacher? Because they really don't know that much about muggles. That's okay, the thing. Here's, here's my thing, though. It's like, think of it this way. It is the... <laughs> white spanish teacher teaching spanish like you you interacted somewhat with it but you really don't know but my thing here's my thing why wouldn't you hermione's parents are dentists like she'd be the perfect person to teach something like that harry grew up also in the muggle i i can't assume they're the only two muggle kids like people must know about the muggle world correct Yes, but they don't know that much about it. That's the thing. That's why there's the studies class. Oh, it's so fucking weird. All right. So Snape just died. Yeah, Snape just died. Then they end up finding out that Fred, Lupin, and Tonks all died. And poor Teddy, he ends up growing up with no parents. <laughs> Aw. Um... Then Harry goes and watches all of Snape's life in a span of about five minutes. And he then figures out why Snape does not like him. Which is still, like, shitty. But it's because he loved Lily. Aw. But... Mm -hmm. And then after she died, that's when he realized that Snape was actually a good guy. Because he's like, yo, this is not cool. I didn't do this. And Albus is like, I'll help you out, bro. You mean Brian Dumbledore. Yes, Brian. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a pretty emotional scene. Yeah, because he, he essentially became a Death Eater to try to impress her. And she was like, yeah, no, James, though. 
hey, uh, no big deal, but I just became a neo-Nazi. Like, are you impressed yet? Yeah, pretty much. And she's like, and... nah. <laughs> um, so where do we go from here? Uh, they, they realize they need to kill the snake. Yes. Uh, so, well, here's the thing. They actually realize that Harry is also a Horcrux. When, because when he initially, when Voldemort tried to kill him, he never died, right? So that's that's why he, that's why he's got the scar, yo. Um, so he realizes that he's got to die in order for Voldemort to die. Mm-hmm. So then they surrender to Voldemort. Um, in the woods, in the forbidden forest. Yeah. He then casts the killing curse on Harry, and then he's in limbo. He's just kind of chilling there for a bit. He's in he's in weird wizard heaven, and who else comes up but Brian Dumbledore? <laughs> and then Brian's like, "Yo, <laughs> don't call him Brian." <laughs> Brian's like, "Yo, this Brian's is yo, here. There's a fetus underneath this park bench, but we're not going to talk about it." Exactly. So it's anyway, a very weird like, scene. It's weird, but it makes sense. So does this imply that there is a wizard after there's an afterlife? Yes, this does imply that there is a wizard afterlife. Because there are ghosts, but I was assumed the ghosts were just like some sort of they wizard chose. thing. <laughs> yes. But this implies that there is a limbo and therefore there is a heaven and a hell. Correct. So, so then, is there also a muggle heaven and hell? We don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop you one more time. I'm so sorry. I tried okay. to I tried to look up like the history of wizards. Like, who was the first wizard? Like, how did that work? And it's like no information is available for the original. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it just again beginning of time. Again, I get facts like wizards used to shit their pants, but I can't get like prehistoric wizards. This is bullshit. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> Just some like cavemen who would sticks who are like, uh, uh, uh. yeah, each other in the eye and shit. And then one levitates an eyeball, and they're like, ah, that'd be some funny shit. Oh my god. Um, where are we at? They just killed Harry. He's in limbo. So he's in limbo. Dumbledore tells him that the part of Voldemort that that was in Harry's now dead. He can go back if he wants. But Harry's like, I got shit to do yet. So he goes back to his body. And he fakes dead. And this mm-hmm. is when um, Malfoy's mom actually, you know, does a solid. And she actually protects him and, like, confer- confirms, quote-unquote, that he's dead. In return for knowledge that Jericho is okay. Yes. And Neville, he starts getting, like... Busted. Neville Longbottom, the chosen one himself... Neville, this kid, he ends up drawing the sword, the sword from the sorting hat, and Harry reveals it. Hey, I'm still alive, yo! And the Malfoys and an ass amount of Death Eaters go, Yeet, nope, we're done. So the kids survived the death thing twice. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're like, we gotta go, man. This, this kid's too much. And then Neville bops Nagini. Yeah, he he. He chops Nagini into, into some sushi. Molly kills Bellatrix. Um, Harry and Voldemort die. Uh, well, Harry Doesn't Molly die. call her a bitch? Not my daughter, you 
bitch. That's like one of the only times there's like a swear in a Harry Potter movie. That is not true. There's a couple dams and a couple hells, but I there's no like serious swear words. Bitch was mentioned in number three. If there's oh. something wrong with the bitch, then there's something wrong with the butt. Come but on. That, that's, Come on. But that's like, okay, A, I know for a fact 10-year-old you was like, oh, they said bitch. I got to remember which one that is. And B, <laughs> that's referring to a dog that's completely different. No, it's it was a metaphor for Harry's mom. Anywho, uh, so everybody's dead except for Voldemort. Yeah? Yeah, and then they Harry and Voldemort fight, and then Voldemort's own killing curse rebounds and obliterates him <laughs> he fucks up <laughs> and he gets like an infinity war dusted he's like ah he's like salt bay but like the salt portion of it like it... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um then harry goes that he tells ron and hermione that the elder one actually recognized him as the true master after he disarmed draco mm-hmm. and harry his stupid ass he destroys the Elder Wand. Like, my dude, you are the strongest person in this wizarding world, and you destroy it? What is wrong with you? I know. he's so. When he did it, I was like... I literally, I, my jaw was just like... There, there's other things you could have done with that. Yeah, you could have locked it away. Like... You could have done something with it. You could have buried it in the middle of nowhere. You could have put it in the deepest part of the tr- of the Marianas Trench. Like, what is wrong with you? He could have... No, I guess he couldn't have done that. He should have thrown the invis- invisibility cloak then. Like, you get to pick and choose which magical weapons are too powerful for other people to use. You toss that too. That's right. the rules. Like, he's stupid. Harry's stupid. And then we time jump. Yeah, then we time jump and in 2017, Harry and Ginny are married, Ron and Hermione are married, and they all have kids and they're all going to Hogwarts now. The end. Alright, so I had to look up whether or not it meant that they skipped their seventh year of school. No, they ended up getting like let me, let me finish. for it. Let me finish. Okay, so and I was reading up on it, and I'm like, I'm really curious, because I can't imagine Hermione wouldn't graduate school. So, I guess it seems like she went back and basically got her GED in Wizarding. Yeah, they, they all pretty much did. And then Ron and Harry were just, like, offered jobs by the government to be, um, what are they called, Aurors? Yes. Basically cops. The government was like, hey, you killed Hitler once. Uh, you want to be cops? And they were like, yeah, we haven't graduated high school. That's weird, right? I mean, yeah, but they ended up... They're the most respected people now because of that. And then Hermione ends up becoming the Minister of Magic. All right, so I have a vague knowledge of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Would you recommend reading it? I have not read it. All right, have you you watched, like, the play? No! Okay, so... I have Cursed Child... I have it. I just haven't read it. So, you know what it's about, right? Vaguely. <laughs> um, there's, like, there's this mysterious girl, but the girl is the daughter of Bellatrix and Voldemort. Oh? Did you not know this? 
No, but continue. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, I know a thing about Harry Potter that uh, Chelsea does not. Like I said, I'm a terrible person. I, I need to get my life together. Uh, from, from what I hear, it's kind of middling and boring and not very good. Oh, yikes. Um, so do you think in the future they're going to Star Wars this and just be like, the year is 2020-something, 20, 20 and Daniel Radcliffe's like, hey, guys, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the movie. I like, would fucking shit a brick. <laughs> oh my god like i would turn into you when they came out with like rogue one and last jedi uh, and all that I, I would just fall over and go let's go like that is me right now with fantastic beast and grindelwald and shit really yes i do you, I, do you think I, they're going to i would love it do i think they're going to eh, probably not but i feel like i, I would love it I feel like not enough time has passed for Daniel Radcliffe to look old enough. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Because he's, like, older than us, right? He's not that much older than us. But he doesn't look like he looks at the end of Deathly Hollows. No, not at all. So uh, do you think they should all, like, wait another ten years and be like, okay, let's... I don't want to wait another ten years. Are you high? You're currently getting a prequel trilogy. Okay. You're not a Star Wars fan, but I've been through this before. You're currently getting a prequel series, which some people like and some people do not like. And then you have to wait like another 10, 15 years to get your sequel trilogy. That's how this works. Yeah, that's pretty much how it's going. Um, I hate it, though. I hate... Dude, I was super depressed when Deathly Hollows 2... When it came out, like I was like, this is the end of everything in my life. Like I am super depressed. And then when they announced that they were going to do Fantastic Beasts, I was like, <gasps> like, I was geeking out. You don't understand. I don't understand because I wasn't geeking out because I wasn't like a Potter guy. I was. Okay. I was like, this looks interesting, I guess. Um, I'm like the biggest geek ever. You know this. So... We're, we're not going to talk the Fantastic Beasts today. We're going to save that for a different occasion. But is there any side stories you want to see from the Harry Potter universe if they didn't go Cursed Child? I would actually enjoy, like, something more so about, like, Dumbledore and Grindelwald, like, really going, like, what really happened? You want to see, you want to see the movie Call Me By Your Name? Yes. You want to see gay wizards? Yes. You want to see a gay wizard love story that ends in hit one of them's sister's death? Yeah, like I honestly like because they talk about it quite a bit in the books, but mm-hmm. I would I would love to actually see that play out on screen. Like the like basically like Dumbledore's life cuz you know, let's be serious. Dumbledore's more interesting. But you mean Brian, <laughs> Brian Dumbledore. <laughs> um Anything else? I think, I think it'd be really cool to make a movie about the the story, the Deathly Hallows. Yes, that well, that'd be Beetle and the Bard because that's, but it's more of like a collection. It's kind of like a I don't want to call it like a Peter Rabbit type of thing where it's like, got like it's got so, little short stories in it. So it's like it, but movies have done like anthology movies before. The problem is each story would be like six minutes long. Right, and and the book is not super big, as far as I remember. It's only like 
Hold on, let me look it up. Because I feel like I would watch a Lord of the Rings style, like, give me medieval wizards, but, like, the story of the Deathly Hallows. Like, I want to see the three brothers. I want to see what happens. But I want, like, old-timey. That sounds cool, yeah? Yes. Um, hold on. I'm, I'm currently looking at roughly how long it is. Gotcha. It um, is roughly like 150 pages, and there's one, two, three, four, five, five stories in it. Okay. Five stories, two-hour movie. That's that's like 25 minutes a story. Yeah. Is that long enough to tell the stories? Well, the, let's be serious. The one of the three brothers that we we already know it, but. If they did something a little more with it, they probably could stretch it to like 20 minutes apiece. Here, here's what I'm imagining in my head. I'm imagining, because you haven't seen Lord of the Rings, have you? I've seen bits and pieces. Do you watch like a Game of Thrones or anything like that? Uh-uh. Me neither. All right. So I'm imagining like medieval Lord of the Rings type setting. And you give me like three pretty boys. Like, I don't know. Give me a, a Brad Pitt, a Ben Affleck, and a Matt Damon. Those are that the three. Works. Those are the three people in my film, and they like meet death, and then the whole movie is about them trying to like fight off death the whole time. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Like, just give me like a big action adventure film about them trying to escape death. Like that's that's all I want. But just one. <laughs> I, I, I could see it. I'd be down for it. I feel like the Harry Potter films. Well, the the main series gets gets a pass from me, but like Fantastic Beasts feel like it's stretching on the story it needs to tell over too many movies. But the thing is, is if they're going to do whatever they're doing, I I, I mean, we're not going to really get into too much detail about Fantastic Beasts because, you know, we, ha- we still have to do that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I enjoy them. I enjoy, pre- I enjoy prequels, though. I think they're doing them right. However... I- I want to see more. I want to see more. You, you get what I'm saying? So, you want to see more gay wizard love stories? I want to see more gay wizard love stories. I want to see more fighting. I want to see more people, you know, busting some shit up. I want to see I want to see something. Do you are you aware of the Harry Potter prequel story that's on the black market? Oh. Oh, you made an uh. So J.K. Rowling made a story about young James Potter and Sirius Black on an adventure. She made it uh, for a charity. And it was sold. Oh, I know which one you're talking about now. But it was stolen. And now it's on the black market. It's stolen. What the hell? So would you want to see a movie like that? Hell yeah. Let's do it. I'm down for anything. Like, you just want a whole MCU shared universe of Harry Potter stuff. Oh, God, yeah. That, that, is, like, that is, like, my nerd wet dream. <laughs> I'd almost like to see a movie about, like, the founding of Hogwarts. Like, with, the, with Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, yeah. Slytherin, all them? That'd be interesting yeah. to see, too. I would actually enjoy that as well. How, do you know offhand how old Hogwarts is? Like, would that be a medieval movie? Yes. See, that'd be cool. I want like wizard costumes and like Merlin style magic. 
and maybe they have to defeat a common enemy to like do a thing. Like I want, I feel like there's so many stories they could tell, but they always just keep falling back to like, but what's Dumbledore doing though? What's Brian Dumbledore? It was founded in the ninth or 10th century. That sounds medieval-ish. It's very medieval, my dude. Give me like a medieval, like, like a stereotypical medieval movie with like dragons and stuff. And they're like four old school wizards. That sounds cool. Yeah, I'm down for it. Uh, you got any other ideas? Um, not really. I mean, I'm looking right now and it's showing that J.K. Rowling has said that Hogwarts is a multi-faith school and has further stated on the topic that the only people I never imagined there are Wiccans. Is it because the Wiccans think that they're like already witches but they're not like blood witches i have no clue it just says that's the so... only people i never imagined are wiccans um and then in, in response to the query do you think there are a lot of lgbt students in modern age hogwarts i like to imagine they formed a club and jk rowling goes yeah of course so there's gay wizards there's gay wizards. There's lots I mean, of gay wizards. We are we already kind of knew that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, Brian. Brian. And what's his name? Gershwin. I think Glerg. So. Glerg. What's Grindelwald's fucking name? Um, Gellert. Uh, Gellert. That's such a lame name. I preferred what did I say. Gershwin. Gershwin. <laughs> Brian and Gershwin. <laughs> A love story. Um, Chelsea, I think that does it. I think that does it. I like this. This was a good episode. It was a good. I actually remembered the movies for once. For a second. For a second. I knew some of the, the key plot points. Like um, I said, for the most part. Yeah. We are on Facebook and Twitter and Letterboxd. And do you have any final words for... I don't um. Know. Hufflepuffs are still the best. I'll I'll drink to that. Hell yeah. Just do it.